0: For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop. Twenty-four-seven with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com.
1: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Takovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Takovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
2: happy tuesday everybody today is december 27 2022 and today's guest is teddy ulmer from freedom's finest foods Welcome to the Fall Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Blasey, and today's episode is 252. Today's episode is not quite as long as last week's. Last week was a long haul, if you guys listened to that, but it was a good one. It was four hours and 20 minutes, the longest one we've ever done. Um, And it was a good conversation. We had drank a lot of drinks and uh just had a good old fun and there were some good stories in there good laughs good education also but uh i feel like everybody was engaged the whole time i would think (laughs) you guys might still be trying to get through it right now a week after it but um it was a good podcast it was something that we definitely been wanting to do and something to be kind of like an annual thing i'm i'm gonna guess those guys had a lot of fun doing it and so did I. So a lot of good stuff in there. But today's podcast is with Teddy Ulmer from Freedom's Finest Foods. So Teddy is a really good dude. I, I got to know him through a good friend of mine and a guy that I work with, Lee Vandenbrink, which is he's a uh, business partner with Teddy. But Teddy uh, came up with this business with the core values of America in In the forefront of his mind when he came up with this. And his big thing is you know, food brings everybody together. You could have totally different views on different things, but food also, you know, always brings someone together. You can eat a steak with someone that you just might not agree with. So it's a really cool model. And he is in the seasoning business and like processing, you're processing your own meat and everything. And we dive into all of that and it's really cool. And I get a little bit redundant in it. I, you know, I ask the questions, you know, maybe once or twice the same ones I feel like, but just got to take my bad hosting skills out and just kind of listen to the, the message here because Teddy really hits home on, on things that, you know, us in a, in a corrupt world and how, you know, people want us to be divided. How it's, you know, he's designed this company to bring people back together. And it is so cool. And it, it's a, such a good story. So it's a good podcast. Uh, I do want to talk about some partners real quick before we get into this. So, Helix Broadheads. If you guys are looking for new Broadheads, use Fall HX10 at helixbroadheads.com. We've got uh, Archery Trade Association uh, coming up, it's the biggest archery trade show out there and it's in indianapolis this year i will be down there with helix and uh, podcasting in their booth so we'll be launched they will be launching their new uh products then so just be ready for that so if you guys want to you know some new broadheads fall hx10 at helixbroadheads.com use that code to save some money next is uh the best mobile gear out there in my opinion latitude outdoors Use the code THEFALLPODCAST, all one word, all lowercase, to save 25% on any of your saddle needs at LatitudeOutdoors.com. Next is Exodus Outdoor Gear. Uh, I use their trail cams, their, their render, uh, 4G LTE cameras with their their solar panels go to their website at exodusoutdoorgear.com because they are getting ready to launch some new products and some new products I'm excited about. So go to their website and sign up for their newsletter. So you know about it first and foremost, and you can get those deals. Those deals come through the newsletter. So you make sure you do that. Go to exodusoutdoorgear.com and sign up now. Uh, Next is Vector Arrows. Use the code FALL10 to save some money at VectorCustomShop.com. Get yourself some custom arrows made for your bow, specifically for your bow and all your specs. Use their arrow builder and uh, you will not be disappointed. I'm going to guarantee you that. And lastly, Garmin bow sights. Go check them out at Garmin.com last week in the long haul that we you know the long haul conversation we we there was a big piece in there we talked about garmin both sites because three out of the four of us that were sitting there use them and we and we go through all the you know ins and outs of it things that we don't really like about it but all the good things we do like about it and the goods vastly outweigh the bad so go check that podcast out and check them out at garmin.com so Oh, I forgot, the giveaway. We're going to be doing a giveaway right now. I'm going to start it right now as this podcast goes live with Freedom's Finest Foods. And what we're going to be doing is giving away a home processor gift box. So... The home processor gift box is a gift box that is perfect gift for a hunter or the home processor guy or gal, the DIY person. This bundle includes both breakfast and Italian sausage blends. Both make 25 pounds of meat and also include a bottle of their garlic seasoning for those backstrap steaks, roasts, and burgers from your animals. So go get signed up for this. And what you have to do today, I'm going to make a post, okay? I'm going to make a post on Instagram, the Fall Podcast Instagram. I need you to go to that, and I need you to like the post and comment in the on, on that post, and I need you to tag two people in that post in the comments, okay? Lastly, what I need you to do is go to Freedom's Finest Instagram page you know, I'll make a link in it in a story so you can go to it, <clears throat> go to that and like their, follow their page. Okay. To get entered. So we're going to be running this for a week. So today is December 27th. So we're going to run it till right after the first of the year. So January 3rd, we'll pick a I'll pick a winner in, you know, one week and uh, we'll get everything out to you. And also it includes a uh, freedom's finest t-shirt as well. So go look at that post on my instagram you know instagram page and uh get in there enter to win that uh that giveaway bundle it is it is awesome it's good stuff i've had some and uh i really like all their stuff so go get entered into that right now with that being said let's get over to this interview with teddy um it was a great conversation and uh, i know you guys will like it all right, welcome back to another episode of the Fall podcast and today I've got a different episode that I've I've actually done. I haven't done one like this, honestly, and I'm pretty excited to do it. So, on the other line with me or on the other side of the video here is Teddy Omler from Freedom's Finest Foods. Teddy, thanks for coming on today, man.
3: Absolutely. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped to get into this because uh, you know, you Freedom's Finest Foods it, it when I look at this, I th- I think of an, of a, a litany of things. Like, what could it be? Like, where, what is this all about? And then I go to the website and I see what you guys offer, and I'm immediately intrigued because I'm not a very good cook. Let's just put it this way. And I any any uh, any flavor enhancing things I can do to any like my my wife and daughter are, are super thrilled because <laughs> they don't get me to cook very often, and when I do. You know, dad cooks the bland stuff, to be honest with you. <laughs> so Hamburger helper. Hey, if my wife just came down just a little bit ago. She's like, what do you want for supper? And I'm like, hamburger helper. And she goes, well, let's not do that tonight. <laughs> so it's funny you say that. But Teddy, thank you very much again. Um, first, I want to start off here. Kind of give everybody the elevator pitch, who you are, where you come from, and and what you do for a living. And then let's kind of jump right into Freedom's Finest and how this started.
3: Absolutely. Nope. So my name's Teddy Amler and um, I'm from Coopersville, Michigan. It's on right outside of Grand Rapids, between Grand Rapids and Muskegon, born and raised. So, um, you know, I'm like a lot of you guys listening, just kind of kind of an everyday guy. Um, my day job, I work, I grew up in a machine shop. So I spent a lot of time in machining, manufacturing, uh, everything from sweeping floors to engineering to running a shop and owning a shop. Um, so I still work in manufacturing as my day job today. But we're starting Freedom's Finest Foods as our, uh, you know, our new project to really to really carry us off into the future and try and try and make a difference in our world and our country.
2: Okay. Yep. And, you know, to kind of give everybody listening context a little bit and how I got linked up with Teddy as well as one of my good friends and and work colleagues, Lee Vandenbrink, is a business partner of yours as well, right? Correct. Yep. yep. So Lee didn't grace us with his presence today because he just doesn't look good on camera. I'm just going to throw that out there for He'll he'll enjoy that. So, <laughs> but um, no, I love what you got going on, and you know, I, I was looking at your website and and everything, and I I came across your core values, and they really kind of hit home for me because it's very American, very uh, to the roots of what America is, in my opinion. Can you speak a little bit to that and the core values and and how you guys came up with those and and really how freedom's finest was born from those
3: absolutely so yeah our core values are you know like i say in on the core values page it's it's how we operate how we're really going to operate but it's what it's what we stand for uh what we believe in and how we live our daily lives and how we're going to eventually run this business as it grows you know it is spelled out by the word country um you know which a lot of people kind of view that you know as a lot of people try to do that and it's kind of you know a cheesy uh, horse shit kind of thing for the wall, you know, and this is, this is not that this is real. You know, it's something that we like, that we, that we truly try to live by. And mm-hmm. it seems to be a lot of it is something that's kind of forgotten about in our, in our world today.
2: Um, no, I totally agree with you hundred percent on that with, with your background a little bit, did you serve in the military or the army or anything like that?
3: I did not serve in the military. Okay. Um, I have my, my grandfather did. Um, and I have, I have some friends that did, but I personally did not.
2: And, but that, that's okay in, in, in my opinion. And I think it's even cooler because you didn't, and then you're doing something like this and you're really gearing it towards the, the American way, the, 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 the grassroots of everything and what America was born on in my opinion, am I wrong on that? No,
3: absolutely. That's 100 it. You know, and gratitude. Gratitude is really what our what our company is founded around. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think when you're as Americans, like you know, we both are. Um, when you're an American, you're born in this country. I I feel you hit the lottery. I mean, there 100%. are percent. Everybody, many people from around the world. You know, this has been the beacon of hope, and you know, people people strive to come here, and we just we take it for granted. Um, You know, so that's that's really what we're about, you know, realizing how fortunate we are and how fortunate we are to have so many people in our past and present that were willing, you know, willing to sacrifice their time and a lot of them, even their life, you Mm -hmm. know, for our freedom to chase our dreams, do what we want and, uh, you know, live in peace every day. It's just it's an amazing thing that, uh, you know, that I think we need to be thankful for and we need to be reminded of, which is it's our it's the main goal of our company
2: for sure. And honestly, you kind of hit the nail on the head there with, with us taking it for granted. Cause I had this coming to Jesus moment and Lee was actually with me not too long ago. Uh, mm-hmm. we were down in Mexico and, and him and I are fortunate enough to be able to see some of these lesser countries as we go on trips and, and film and everything. And we were down in Mexico and you see how some of these people live. And I, I remember specifically looking at Lee and going, how do they do this? Like, and you know lee he came back with well they don't know any better which i totally get and that's me taking it for granted like that's me saying i mean look at we're sitting here today recording over a zoom call and i'm in a nice beautiful house that i built you're doing the same and it's like you know our our daily lives are just going to keep ro- you know going after we're done with this today but there's guys down in mexico that live so far off grid With no cell phone service, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. And they ride horses every day to round up cattle. You know, and it's like how... And then there's these little kids that live with them too. And I even asked the guy we were with, I said, you know, this might be a dumb question, but, you know, does he go to school? And he goes, no. This is his schooling. Like, he'll never go to school. You know, and I'm just like, that's so hard for me to wrap my head around. And I think it's easy for us to take everything for granted, really.
3: It's it's extremely easy and it's you know frankly it's hard not to just given but again that's part of uh, why we're so blessed and so fortunate is that our everyday stuff I mean the you know the sweatshirt that I'm wearing and you know our hats it's like there are millions of people in the world that would kill oh yeah that would just to have clothing and you know here we are I'm drinking out of a you know a thirty five dollar Yeti um, <laughs> speaking into a microphone and a laptop that's worth more than than what probably the majority of the people in the world will ever have to their name. Right. You know, we're—I I hate the word privileged, but we've became you know a very privileged society that is really just kind of ungrateful for for everything that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal of this company is to kind of rein some of that back in, you know, and be more be more grateful for what we have and use that use that gratefulness and gratitude um, to drive growth and excellence and kind of bring back the notion of chasing the American dream.
2: Love it, man. I absolutely love that. It just gave me chills when you said that. That was really cool. So I'm going to pivot a little bit here. And, you know, I think we kind of brushed on it here, but I, I definitely actually no, we we did hit it. I mean, this is that that right there is is the reason why you started this company, correct? I mean, just trying to get back, get back to the grassroots, get back to, you know, just doing things the way things should be done, right?
3: yeah doing you know doing things the way things should be done and you know just again really really simplifying you know going back to simplifying things and you know taking taking matters into your own hands when it comes to you know making your food and making your food taste good mm-hmm. um, you know and really just using that to instill that in the rest of your life as well
2: okay i love it so going to pivot a little bit here now with going with the the food the processing the seasonings and all that stuff and, and, and flavor enhancers, all that stuff. Like where did that idea stem from? Like, why, why did you land on that?
3: So what is one, you know, here's a question for, for you and the audience before I answer it. at least how I see it, you know, <laughs> what is one thing that everybody in the world can find common ground on food. Food or, or drinks, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. drinks. Yeah. Yep, food or drinks, you know, but it's that like food is one thing that if you bring two hungry, hungry people that have differing viewpoints, you can be literally at war with each other. But if you know if you're hungry enough, you'll sit at the same table. A table excuse me and yep. enjoy a with each other so food's kind of the one thing that brings everybody together you know our it, christmas is just around the corner here in a couple days as we're we're filming this what are what's one of the main focuses of christmas food the, the christmas dinner yep. you know the roast beef the ham you know the yeah i'm doing some tacos you know it's like whatever whatever you're doing food is like the center of everything you go on vacation where are we going to eat what kind of food does the resort have you know the cruises um yeah it's food
2: yeah and you know that is like seems like when you think when you when you push it position it that way it's like it is the center of like a lot of topics is like like my wife every day she just came down here what are we having for supper night what do you want for lunch and it's like i don't know like <laughs> you know what i mean but it's it's always there it's always something you're talking about and I couldn't agree more. The way you put it there is like, you nailed it. You, you nailed it. Like you can bring, I hate saying it this way, but you can bring a Democrat and a Republican together as is <laughs> as, 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 as weird and as different their views could be. They can eat a steak together. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I, I, I love that point of view, man. That's really cool.
3: Yeah. So that's really, that's really where the idea came from, you know, and that's, again, that's what we're about. Not to keep harping on that, you know, but it's about, you know, it, it's about getting people to be the best that they can be and about bringing people together to realize, because we're, we're not different. Like we're, you know we're all on the same team. Like everybody in the world is, right. whether you know it or not, you may think differently on these small subjects. That are important but we're all, all ultimately on the same team and I hope that that our company and our products can help bring people together
2: well and with our society too you, you can see how easily we can be divided you know and anything to reel us back in and and uh, get back to what America was all about is a plus in my book you know
3: yeah yeah and I won't get too much on the political side but you know I am I am extremely politically motivated and I'm not a Republican, and I'm not a Democrat. I'm an American, mm-hmm. where a lot of people can benefit from, and where our company is really going. Like our company is not a Republican company, it's not a Democrat company. It's an American company. Um, you know, we're we're on the same team. Yep. You know, we're going we're going to sit at the same table, and we're going to be successful together.
2: So. Yep. I love it, man. So, <clears throat> what? Um, you know, what would your doing this now and how many years have you been in into this now
3: well i've been so kind of further backstory on myself i raise some some cattle myself i do that with my father-in-law on the side i've got we've got about 25 head of beef right now and he raised some pigs as well and i've done chickens for the first time this year so i've always enjoyed farming and you know making my own food and i'm a big hunter as well um so the seasoning this seasoning we just kicked off our company officially about three months ago like okay. just got product and so we are brand spanking new um so yeah we're we're brand new to this i've been developing these recipes for the last few years and i've been fighting with myself my father owned a machine shop that i became uh you know that i was that i worked at um became a part of and i just didn't find any fulfillment in that you know because it's like i was making these making these parts that couldn't really have any emotional tie to and didn't feel like, you know, you're making a difference with. So I personally, even though that was a very blessed opportunity I had, I've been fighting trying to find, you know, my thing, what am I meant to do? How can I truly make a difference? And I'm like, I love cooking. I love raising animals. What do you need to make meat taste good? You know, you need seasonings to it. So that's really kind of where the business idea came from and how I landed on doing that. And again, it's something that everybody uses. It's something that I feel if it gets in the hands of, you know, millions of people, which it will someday, it can truly make a, make a positive difference.
2: Um, Yeah. I, you, you triggered something here. You said you've been, uh, you've been formulating these seasonings and these, these recipes for a couple of years now, like what goes into a process like that, you know, trying to figure out what tastes good with what and what this is going to be best for? Like what kind of research, what kind of, you know, R and D do you need to, to really figure these things out?
3: Well, it's trial and error, really. I mean, you know, you put like, I'm a big garlic fan, so I'll grab the bottle. Here's the shameless plug, you know, but I'll grab <laughs> your garlic. you know, this is the steak seasoning that I made. Yep. I love the flavor of garlic, um, you know, with a good seasoning, like every, every good seasoning or the vast majority of them, you know, have salt. So I paired the garlic with salt and some other herbs that I also like and just, you know, made, made, I probably, probably made close to, you know, a hundred different batches of these recipes, just half tablespoon of this quarter tablespoon of that, you know, until I settled on something, but just trial and error, trying it out. This one's too salty, too spicy, you know, not enough spice, not enough salt, too garlicky, vice versa.
2: Now, is it something that also were you having family and friends try these too, Or was this something where you're like, man, I really got to like it first for me to, to kind of put my fourth effort behind.
3: That's I, I had to like it first because I will like in a business sense, I will never sell something that I don't believe in. So, you know, my taste obviously may be different than yours and it's different than my wife's who is the number one Guinea pig on a lot of this stuff, (laughs) you know, making up a batch of sausage, try this, what do you think? And you know, you get the scowly face or you get the smiley <laughs> face. But
1: Did no, you ever, I, do you
2: ever get the, uh, where you really like it and she absolutely just hates it. And then you're like, what do I do now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's
3: like, what? I don't believe you. You know, there's no <laughs> way. That you can. I'm right. hundred percent of the time. Right. Yeah, so
2: that's funny. But no,
3: it's something, it's something that, you know, yeah, I, I have to believe it in it a hundred percent, um, before I would ever ask somebody else to try it.
2: Yeah. What I'm going to, I'm going to make you, uh, it's kind of like picking out your favorite kid, like play favorites here. What's your favorite, favorite recipe you have? Our taco seasoning.
3: Yeah. That's my favorite. Just because I love, I love tacos. I love Mexican food and our taco, our taco seasoning. It's different than any, you know, than the regular taco seasoning that you, that you would find in the store Okay, <clears throat> for a multitude of reasons. It's hundred percent just, just flavor, you know, all just standard ingredients. There's no, there's no garbage added into it you know no mono this or oxide that or you know there's no nothing like that in it to kind of taint the flavor and just fill the package up
2: i got you
3: yep taco, taco would have to be my favorite one followed up by the garlic because i don't think there's anything better that i've had that you can throw on a venison steak or a beef steak to to give it that flavor help that flavor come out
2: okay I like garlic too. I am kind of a sucker for that. Tacos, gosh, you kind of nailed it there. I, I do like a taco or <laughs> an enchilada or anything like that. I do like that.
3: Yeah, man, you can't beat it.
2: No, no, not at all. I want to get into the products a little bit here because I'm just selfishly interested here. Um, I feel like I'm jumping around, but that's all right. We'll 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 get to the end here uh, with the same same goal in mind. So your home processing processor gift box, like your kit, like kind of walk me through that what what it entails what's in it um and who it's best for basically
3: yeah so our home processor gift box was tailored towards you know the hunter which is the majority of your it's why i listen to your show and why most people are right now so they're probably wanting to get down as to why why we're chatting about this stuff (laughs) it's a good turn so our, our home processor one i developed two um two recipes for sausages You know that are great for making venison with one of them sorry kind of hard with the light oh you're good yeah we've got a breakfast yep breakfast sausage which this is it's not just a lot of breakfast sausages are just kind of salt and sage you know you can smell that sagey flavor and you know you got that salty you know and that's what we think of as breakfast like this this i feel is the breakfast sausage that i want that i made you know it's got the the kind of key ingredient in it is maple maple syrup maple sugar okay open the bag you know and you get hit with that kind of mapley flavor and you're like breakfast like this taste this tastes like breakfast and uh-huh. it doesn't taste like sauce doesn't taste like a pancake you know but it's got a good mix of again the different it's not just your standard standard seasoning it's a really a delicious i feel perfectly blended balanced of uh, all natural ingredients with the breakfast flavors that everybody strives for that we've never really seen come together before. Okay. So, and then our Italian sausage, which I found a lot of people, again, to me coming from my father always loved to play in the kitchen and on the grill. So he was always making new stuff and getting way too in depth with what he was doing. (laughs) So I just found it natural that people knew what Italian sausage was. I'm finding a lot of people don't, you know, they see Italian sausage and they're like, what's that? Um, but it's great for things, you know, spaghetti and meatballs. You know, we make it, we use it 50-50 for our meatloaf. You know, we'll use ground beef or venison and use the use the Italian sausage just to kind of give it, you know, a little bit of a flavor kick. So great on pizzas. I made some Italian brats with it from a deer that we just processed. Um, so there's a lot of different things that you can do that you can do with that. And then that home processor bundle also includes our our garlic seasoning for your steaks and your roasts.
2: Okay. So you've geared that towards the Hunter, which I really like. And I'm going to go to the Italian sausage here. You said you put it on pizza. I'm a pizza connoisseur. So do you just sprinkle it right on the top? And that's what, you know, or are you talking like, uh, like making a homemade pizza? Do you put it like right in with, you know, the meat that you might be putting on or, or how do you apply that?
3: Yeah, blended blended with the meat. So if you have, you know, you've got a pound. If you're making it in in the kitchen that day, like you can take a pound, a pound of ground beef, or a pound of ground venison, or ground pork. You know, mix one tablespoon of our seasoning um, in there. Do a quick mix with your hands, and then fry that up, and that's ready to go on to go on the pizza. Then, so it's the seasoning is made to be blended blended with the meat.
2: Okay, I gotcha. Also, the all the seasonings or just you know a select few that you have sausages. okay yep. the sausages sausage.
3: yep. yep yep and it, so you can so each bag that we have for for processing ease and ease of measurement is made for 25 pounds of meat so if you're processing a deer you know you can you can weigh up 25 pounds of venison um or I prefer to do 20 pounds of venison and 5 pounds of ground pork or you know some beef suet beef fat according whatever percentage you want mm-hmm. um, and this is good. This entire package, you just dump in 25 pounds of meat. Or, like I was saying, if you're doing in the kitchen as you go, you know, you can grab a pound, a pound of meat, um, one tablespoon of seasoning, super easy conversion, sprinkle it on, mix it in with your hands, fry it up, and and then you're good to go.
2: I I really like how you've positioned around the DIY processor guy or gal. Like I really like that because You know, all the season not all the seasonings, but for me at like just like a base level, when you go to a store and buy a seasoning or whatever you're gonna do, it's more of a seasoning for putting on top of things when it's being cooked or when it's after it's cooked or something like that. Just like a steak, you know what I mean? But like as far as you processing the meat and then, you know, putting it all together and grinding it together and getting that like flavor throughout the whole thing is like really neat to me. I don't know why it is, but it is. Like I, I love that uh, that angle that you're taking on it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I feel that that's it's an extremely important thing you know to do for you know for the person to pro- that's processing their own animals. Mm-hmm. To utilize that animal properly and in the way that you're going to enjoy it the most. Yeah. You know, so if you're like, you know, yeah, you shoot a couple deer and you're like, I don't need all this burger. What am I going to do? You know, with all this burger, and it stays in the freezer for two, three years. You end up throwing it away. It's like, hey, make some sausage out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you use the meat properly, you enhance the flavor of it, and yeah, it tastes great.
2: Well, Lee was telling me about these uh, venison brats that you guys were making or he made or something like that. And he's like, they're phenomenal. I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what this is. I got to try that. So yep, I'm excited to to get into that. So next you, or is that, that's the whole home processor kit, correct?
3: Yep. That's just our, our basic home processor bundle of the products that we have
2: right now. Okay. So something that is you know big and not my family here but like my you know immediate family my dad my sisters they they all love breakfast. Let's get into the breakfast uh, seasoning because they like I I grew up with a lot of breakfast. I don't really eat too much breakfast now but um when I do have breakfast it's like this is where I think your breakfast can stand alone from others if that makes sense. Like what is your breakfast seasoning entail? And, and what, what do you like out of it? Well, like I was
3: saying before, you know, the breakfast, our breakfast sausage seasoning, you know, it just, when you're, I think of breakfast and hardly any of us eat breakfast properly. Right. You know, everybody says we should have a hearty balanced breakfast and we're always on the go, you know, moving this or that. So when I think breakfast, I honestly think of hunting. Like I think, okay. of you know, West with my buddies and elk hunting. Um, that's really the only time that I ever hardly ever sit down and actually eat breakfast. No kidding. Yeah. So it's like, I think, you know, that, that aroma of cooking, you know, through the tent at four o'clock in the morning, you know, as you're aching from the day before, it makes <laughs> yeah. it a lot, makes it a lot easier to get out of the cot and, mm-hmm. you know, into the freezing ass weather and kind of get the day started.
0: Um, yep. No, I, I agree there. And what are some
2: blends like because when you were talking about the home processor, the bundle, I was thinking, okay, when is the cookbook coming out? Because I I need to see a cookbook now. I I feel like you got a big brain cooking up there with a lot of different recipes that I want to I want to know from because, like I said, I'm a guy that reads a cookbook or reads a recipe like I have to read it all. Like I just can't like splash here, splash there. Like you tell me what you want me to do and I'm going to try to do it so going next fry and all what is the fry and all so the fry and all
3: is this is this is your sprinkle on top you know kind of just enhance everything that you want comes in a bottle you know compare it to your general seasoning salt you know everybody everybody's got a bottle of seasoning salt in the cupboard that you know you throw it on top of something that's like yep. Man, this is missing something I, I need to throw something on it to make it taste okay you know, this can be used for that. I developed this for French fries. We've got a couple local restaurants that are using it. You know, they put it on their tables. Customers are putting it on their French fries. A um, couple restaurants that are using it to season their homemade tortilla chips with. It mm. does have, you know, it does have kind of uh, it's got like a kind of a taco aroma to it. It's not a taco seasoning, not even close, but it does have that just a very warm, you know, kind of Kind of flavor to it that makes it really good on that stuff but you know i i love it on broccoli i i love broccoli fresh steamed broccoli that nice crunch this the fry and all gives it an awesome flavor on top of it so this is one you can use it as a steak seasoning as well i just prefer to prefer to have more of a garlic
2: flavor i like that because you hit a couple things that i really like you know when Lee hears this, he knows I love French fries. I'm a big tater guy. So when you said French fries, that's me in the air fryer, throw some of that on there. And then broccoli, I'm the same way. Like <clears throat> I'm not a big greens guy, but I do like steamed broccoli. And I am, I'm always looking for something to enhance the taste a little bit. Cause let's be honest, I mean, broccolis not that great <laughs> like at, at, you know, tasting, but, um, I like that. I like the 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 angle you're taking on that, and as well, and like something else that triggered is like I love uh like fried zucchini, and I could I feel like throw some of that on some zucchini and probably really taste really good as well.
3: Yep. Yeah. So our fry and all, you know, again, it's not a it's not like a specific it's not specifically engineered for anything. You know, like our garlic is for it's for steak. It can be used on anything, but it's specifically designed for steak. The fry and all. I said, it, you can use it if you you taste something and you're like, "I right, this is under seasoned, you know, it just needs a little bit of something. Um, this is the perfect, perfect solution for it.
2: Gotcha. Okay. I really like that. So next is one of your favorites that you were talking, you love garlic. So talk about your garlic seasoning.
3: Yeah. So our garlic seasoning, you know, garlic, garlic is the base garlic and salt is what Jen, you know, what makes up the bulk of the product, the product itself. Um, It does have some herbs in it as well that, you know, kind of give, they give just that kind of added mellowness to a cooked steak. You know, it's not a, it's not really a seasoning to, uh, to use lightly. Um, It's one that it gets absorbed well. It's got some, it's got a little bit of sugar in it as well, which I found is a very sparse amount, but I found that the sugar really helps the other seasonings get absorbed into the steak. And it also helps that flavor of the meat you know, come out as well through the cooking process. Okay. Um, So yeah, our garlic, you know, I use it on, I mean, I use it on all my steaks, chicken, um, put it on your popcorn. You know, it's great on tater tots too. If you're not, you know, you're looking for something a little less salty than the fry and all, um, and you want that, you know, a garlic flavor on it. This is it. You can put it on everything.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big uh, popcorn guy too. I eat it every night. Gotta, gotta have some flavoring there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the next one, you, so you, you hit on the Italian sausage, right? In the breakfast bundle and the home processor kit, same one. Is that correct?
3: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our Italian sausage, you know, again, it's made, it's geared towards the DIY, you know, hunter or the home processor of, of your own meat, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it's great. Again, a lot of people don't know what it is, which surprises me, but we're going to change that. This there you is go. gonna be ones that it's like this is going to become it's going to become a staple with so many people
2: i like it i like it so next your favorite the taco seasoning you know yep. so let's get into that a little bit because that's something too taco tuesdays you know you gotta have yeah, some ta- flavor there
3: taco tuesdays or taco days, you know <laughs> there you go don't, don't, don't need an excuse for it yep but, but no our taco seasoning it comes in a bag kind of like our sausages do um it's a 12 ounce 12 ounce bag which there's depending on how much you use on, on the label, I recommend using uh, two tablespoons for every pound of meat that okay. you use, which comes under two, just under like an ounce of packing. So there's anywhere between 12 and 15 pounds of meat in this one bag. It is resealable. So, you know, you kind of open it, use it, put it back, seal it up, put it back, and it's good for next time. Gotcha. Um, but the you know, Taco seasoning on, on all of our, all of our, Labels, You know, you, as I said before, you can read the ingredients, you know, it's not, there are no, there's no, um, things that help absorption or just fillers in there, you know, to make the product seem full. Um, it's all, it's all natural, just straight flavor. So that, that's what really sets our taco seasoning apart. It's got a different texture to it than what, you know, you're used to out of your, uh, you know, your standard, you know, one ounce packets that you buy from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I think it's truly better and I very, very much enjoy it. It's my personal favorite.
2: Man, now you got me salivating. I haven't ate yet. I haven't even ate breakfast yet. So now I'm ready to eat. (laughs) You got me going. Um, So you guys offer the everyday gift box. What does that entail?
3: Yeah. So the everyday gift box is made up of, you know, quote unquote, everyday products, which are the taco seasoning, the fry all, and all in the garlic. Those are kind of the products that, you know, you would find in everybody's kitchen or should find in everybody's kitchen if you don't already. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we put that in a, in a ready to gift gift box, you know, just because a lot of people like me, you know, here it is December 20, I think. And, I have hardly started my Christmas shopping, you know. So <laughs> I need to I need to find something, you know, something that's good and something that's easy. So yep. there's really nothing easier than buying than buying our seasoning kit in a ready to gift box that throw some wrapping wrapping paper on and you're good to go.
2: There you go. Well, and I so I bought the everything bundle from you guys. So I'm super excited about that. Kind of give me I mean, is that is it in the title, you get everything in that bundle? Is that what that is?
3: yep yeah so so for right now we have just five products the five products that we just hit on and that's the everyday bundle um or excuse me the everything bundle It entails one one package of each so that's really geared towards the people that are you know hey i like the message you know the products look interesting i'm gonna buy i want to i want to buy one of everything
2: just to try it out to work so with that um you know you offer five five different products are you looking to expand at all i mean it's is it an ever working thing where you're like okay i can make this better or i want to really want to tackle this you know i like what they offer here but i'm going to make it better like are you looking to expand
3: absolutely yes yeah we have a couple more recipes that are actually ready to go um you know but for the mainly for the sake of um just our new business people are learning you know who we are and what products we have um, trying to keep it as simple as possible, you know, and both from the business perspective as well. You know, frankly, we can't afford to have 10 different products right now. Um, you know, just as, as we're getting started, you know, but yeah, yeah we're good. We're going to be expanding a lot.
2: Very cool. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do a hard pivot and a hard transition here because I want to get into, unless we miss something on the products, do we miss anything there? Is there anything you want to elaborate so. on?
3: No, I think we hit everything, something that kind of brings, you know, our, what we talked about before, the American values and our products and our products together, um, which is the main, you know, the main point on our products is each product that we have currently on our label, we have a dedication or a shout out to a service member or police officer, first responder um, that has or is serving, you know, our country and communities. So when we go, you know, kind of bring everything back to talking about gratitude, you know, regardless of if you had a great day, you know, at work and, you know, you landed a big project or, you know, just a successful day in general, you know, kids didn't misbehave, you know, whatever a successful day means for you, or if you had a total shit day and you're like, you know, just, I just want to make this meal and, you know, calm down. You Mm -hmm. can read when you're cooking, you pick up our bottle or our package, you read it. And it's made to make you take a deep breath and be thankful because it could be a lot worse. And if your day was great, you've got a lot, you got a lot of people to thank for the opportunity to have that great day.
2: Yeah. You nailed it there because kind of going back to the beginning when we talked about being, you know, ungrateful or being like that, you know, you don't think about other people and what they're going through. And this is just like a little reminder. I mean, how many times it, for me, I'm constantly on my phone. So it's like, okay, I got 30, 30 seconds. It's like, I'm going to look up Instagram or something like that. Why not, you know, when you're cooking, instead of grabbing that phone, it's right there on the bag or right on the bottle where it's like, let's read about this. You know what I mean? That, that's really cool. And a, a little, little piece of marketing and branding that is something that sets you apart. Honestly, it's those little things. It's, you know, nowadays it, it seems like everybody's done it already, or, you know, you got to be the first to the party. It's like, how do you separate yourself? To me, that is, that is a big separation. And that is in a good way and a great way to bring it back to reality and back to the ground level and what your company is about, man. You, you nailed it with that for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So that's, again, bringing it full circle. That's really what it's all about.
2: Yeah cool man that's awesome so uh, moving on a little bit here processing i want to talk about the diy processor so you you process all your own meat and everything and it's very gratifying to do that um talk a little bit about that and you know because i think i think you know as people look at being like processing their own meat whether it's a deer or chickens like you said or anything for that matter i think it can be overwhelming a little bit you know like oh i gotta have a grinder i gotta have this i gotta have you know packaging paper i gotta have a vacuum sealer really you don't like kind of talk to us a little bit about you know it's not about all the bells and whistles and and make it you know how you do it but it doesn't have to be this fancy big elaborate deal and you don't have to spend a ton of money can you can you speak on that a little bit
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's a huge part of it. Cause a lot of people get overwhelmed, you know, when they look at, they look at all that, you know, you jump on YouTube, for instance, you know, and you pull up, there's some great YouTube channels with DIY and a lot of the channels, they have the bells and whistles, they have, you know, the, the packaging equipment, you know, they have, you know, they have all this stuff and like you said, you know, you don't need that Mm -hmm. to process a deer. Um, really you need a table, Something to, preferably something to hang the deer on and quarter it out. Um, then put the quarters on the table, a knife and some freezer Ziploc baggies. And from there you could do an entire deer, um, really with just a knife. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you get into grinding meat and stuff, which you can call it a necessity, even though it's not like you, you can, you can stake out an entire deer. Some of the, some of the cuts aren't going to be as pleasant to eat as others. Right. But you can, you know, jump on, jump on social media, you know, in the marketplaces or Craigslist, you know, and you can find hand crank grinders for five bucks, you know, mm-hmm. or if you wanted to go buy a new grinder, you can buy a pretty, a pretty solid, you know, half horse grinder for 300, 300, 400 bucks to get you started doing this.
2: Yeah. You know, one thing that I, that is, you can get pretty relatively pretty cheap for like any sort of steak or any meat, um, especially my venison steak, like, couple years ago I, I actually had steak that was cubed or it was tenderized ran through a cuber and i'm like you could cut the stuff with a fork and i'm like man this is like made it so much better so i started doing some research on it found a cuber and it's just like a hand crank you know what i mean you put the meat in it you do it and then you flip it over and put the meat back through it and it's like it totally tenderizes it like I don't know if I'd want anything that wasn't cubed to be honest with you. So yeah, I mean, there's some, definitely some options that, um, cheap options that you can, you can do. And, and the, the cool thing about it is I grew up processing my deer with my dad and it was like a Sunday deal. We'd sit down and watch the Detroit lions, you know, he'd have a couple beers and we would just cut a deer up and he, that's how he taught me to cut a deer up. And you know, that was really neat to me because obviously it's bonding time, but also it it made me realize at a young age, which I don't think I was realizing at the time, that it's really not that hard to do it. And um, I think that helped, you know, me now as I'm later in life that, you know, it can be overwhelming. Like we said, and, you know, a lot of people have a way of cutting a deer up and how to cut it you know with the meat or with the you know the grain or whatever you want it you really don't need to do any of that um just just kind of figure it out you know and and like you said i mean at a click of a button you can watch anything and learn anything right now mm-hmm. so yeah it
3: doesn't have to be fancy doesn't have to be sexy you know you don't you don't need a whole shop you know, you can use just a little corner of your garage. I've got a couple of friends, you know, that live in subdivisions, you know, hoping to move back out to the country someday, and they do it in their garage, you know, right right in their house. So it doesn't, it doesn't take much to do it. And the amount of fulfillment, you know, that you get from doing it is, you know, you, you can't match it. And it makes, it makes your total eating experience, and even the taste of the meat, you know, that mental You know, knowing that you did this and you put in all this work, even though it was probably frustrating at the time, you know, because it's like, man, I could just pay somebody to do this and it'd be way easier, you know, and I could be watching that football game, you know, with the beer in my hand, not cutting this up. It it makes it that much more enjoyable and it's 100% worth it.
2: Yeah, it's the cleanup for me. I'm just lazy with the cleanup. It's like, I don't want to clean up. (laughs) If I could just have somebody come and clean up after me, it'd be great. Right. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the economics of everything. Um, you wanted to hit on this a little bit. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that and kind of what where you want to go with that?
3: Well, there's like two two reasons why I feel it's extremely important to process your own deer. And one of them, the first one we'll do is kind of just a straight up, you know, this'll probably piss a lot of people off or raise some eyebrows, you know, but the economics of hunting when you're talking about putting meat in your freezer in the way that a lot of us hunt, like it doesn't make sense. You know, the amount of money that we spend on our hunting equipment, you know, from everything to, you know, the the scent sprays and the scent body washes and, you know, the scent, you know, scent lures and, you know, our fancy broadheads and expensive ammo. Like, (laughs) and really the economic, the largest economic impact is the time that we spend in the woods. You know, when you really look at the time and the money that's put into getting, you know, 40 to 60 pounds of meat in your freezer from a deer like economically it's not worth it no Um, and it's especially not worth it if you're paying somebody you know if you're dropping it off to the processor so it's a double-edged sword i'm not dogging anybody that does that because those processors they employ people you know and they do a good job but they employ people they make a big difference for a lot of families you know so some people like i know you know you're on the run Right. You know, going to different countries, different states, you know, sometimes you shoot a deer, you know, you don't have time to do it, you know, so it's not, I'm not dogging anybody that, that doesn't process their own deer. I just feel it's something that it's something that is necessary to do both economically and, you know, and spiritually, quite frankly.
2: Yeah. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like, you know, you look at what that deer actually cost you when you're actually cutting it with your knife and fork at the end you know what i mean nobody really and me myself as well i don't really break it down okay yeah you know you buy a tag like our in-state tags here i think for a combo is you know i don't know 60 bucks or i can't remember what it is but it's somewhere in there and then let's just put that into it and then you buy a tree stand or you buy ammo, you buy arrows, you buy like all that adds up. Honestly, man, I don't even want to add up what I bought this year because <laughs> first of all, I'd probably get in trouble with my wife. Second of all, uh, I just don't want to know because it's going to make me be like, well, that deer actually did, that meat did cost me about, you know, could be hundreds of dollars, you know, and I, the one deer I got processed this year was 185 bucks, you know, just for the processing fee. So, yep. um, that alone right there is like you said there's there's a double-edged sword like the processors they they employ a lot of people they employ jobs you know so that's good but also the processor in my eyes like deer hunting takes a small fraction of what that processor actually probably really does i mean there's a lot of beef a lot of pork a lot of chickens you know stuff like that and um but yeah it's definitely uh the economic side of it it if you really crunch the numbers and put up a, a pencil to paper it it's uh it'd be staggering, I think <laughs> the number yeah it, really,
3: <laughs> yeah, it really would, you know, and I use that to argue against you know for the for here in Michigan, we've got the APR issues and you know the one buck thing, and I use that to argue with people all the time how it's not economical to go shoot a deer, period, let alone a small buck. But
2: that's another, another <laughs> Do we want to open that can of worms today? <laughs> Yeah, not, not today.
3: Maybe another
2: time. I actually but, just um, had a conversation with a guy from KDMA this morning and then with our local biologist as well. So I'm, I've got that podcast in the works. We've got some hardcore numbers that we're going to be coming with another podcast about specifically around this, the one buck, the APRs, and in the new you know mandatory check so it's some things were enlightened me this morning with some numbers that i'm like okay i cannot wait to get into this because well i don't even want to get into it this is not i'm not going to yeah. hijack yeah. your podcast so yeah <laughs> but it's coming down the line so
3: yeah yeah so you know in the end again that was that was the more tangible part of yep. you know the hunting and the economics like no matter how you break it down you know, again, the big one is the time you spend in the tree stand. If you spent that time working, you know, a second job or a lot of it would be overtime dollars, right? If you spent that time working overtime at your current job, um, I sell, you know, like a quarter beef from my farm is like 700 to 750 bucks. You would be able to buy a whole cow with the time that a lot of us spend in the tree stand in a year, you know, and have five times as much meat in your freezer. Uh, Yeah. Yep. I'm not saying do that. Just saying the facts of it are, when you look at the economics of it, you, I feel you owe it to yourself to process your own animals Uh, and then getting to the most important part, you know, the more, you know, spiritual side, I'll call it, you know, when you process your own, your own animals, you become so much closer to, you know, to that meat and to the, to the whole experience. You know, I feel that you owe it to the animal. If you're unless you have, you know, extreme circumstances, you owe it to the animal to do that you know you took that animal's life um you know that's again not a bad thing i've shot two deer this year um you know but you i just feel you owe it to that animal to process it because you just you grow that much closer again to the animal to the whole experience and once you do it i don't think you'll ever want to you know not do it again um and hunting you know hunting really is a priceless thing right? You know, tried to just put a dollar amount on the time that you spend in the woods, but you can't do that. Mm-hmm. The, the peacefulness of sitting there, the memories that you create with friends and family, you know, you can't, you can't replace that. And there's just as many memories to be made during processing as what there is during hunting. So. Well, I and it's, 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 it's like beautiful. the payoff
2: as well, right? Like it's, it's the field to fort kind of model of like, you know, I, I, I'm going to refer back to my dad having me help him cut up a deer when I was six, seven, eight, nine years old. It's like, you see that at a young age where it's like, okay, we're not just out there barbaric and just killing animals. And like, there's a payoff. Like to me, the processor, like you processing the animal, packaging it up, writing on there, on the freezer package paper of like, okay, 2000, whatever, dough, loin, whatever, like and it makes you learn as well, you know the the um, the deer is you know the the body. What am I looking for? The word here, the what you know how the, the deer, the animal. anatomy, the anatomy of the deer. Like you learn that, you know that's some things that you you can't learn in a lot of other places. So it's the payoff. It's there's a lot to it, and I couldn't agree more with you on that.
3: Yeah, I just feel and you know with again the state of our world. You know, just a couple of years ago, it was questionable on whether you could go to the grocery store, you know, and if there was meat there or if you could even get into the store. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think I personally think, you know, there's a time coming um, where or I think the time is here, quite frankly, you know, where it's important to be able to do this kind of stuff yourself, to be able to provide, you know, provide food for yourself and your family and your friends if needed. Um, So I just I think it's an extremely important thing to do. And it's a great skill to have. And like we talked on before, it's really not difficult. Are you going to get the greatest looking, you know, the best looking cuts your first time, your first couple of times around? No, but you got to remember, this is going in your freezer, not in a meat case to sell to other people. So yep. it doesn't matter if it looks great or not. Usually it tastes the same.
2: Yep. Well, and you learn too, you know, I learned at really early on that I like my steaks a little thinner than, you know so I really concentrate on that just because the tender, I want it to, you know, walk it by the grill and just bring it over here. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like I like it medium rare, rare and not rare, but medium rare. And so you learn those things as well. Um, but I was, I was thinking of something here and I I just lost track of thought, but, uh, I can't remember I think you nailed it, though. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I yeah, you're were, you were saying something about um, the spiritual side of it. And, um, you know, it just it just goes back to earlier on when we talked about just taking it for granted, like 100 percent. And it's kind of a wake up moment for me right now as we're speaking here is like you really got to just kind of take a step back and really look at it how you should because it's so easy to get sucked into our world that is corrupt right now and i think you're doing a very good job of getting your message out there and super happy i got to have this conversation with you
3: yeah no i appreciate that you know and again that's what that's really what we're all about you know it's uh you know i i hope our products can can help bring you know bring some uh some hope you know back to people and you know get some have people you know learn to express some gratitude you know, or express more gratitude. That's never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately help, help spread the message. And, uh, you know, yeah, be motivated, be motivated to learn as well. You know, I hope if this, if this podcast or for our products helps gets one person motivated to process their own deer for the first time, then it was worth it. So.
2: Heck yeah, man. Well, on that note, I say we wrap this up. Thank you very much. And and I want you to kind of hit everybody right now of where, They can find Freedom's Finest uh, on Instagram, Facebook, the website, where they can purchase it, where they can learn more about it. Hit everything right now and and get the word out there.
3: Absolutely appreciate that opportunity. So, yeah, Freedom's Finest Foods on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Our website, freedomsfinestfoods.com. Um, on our website you can order products from our website or we do have a list of our uh, of our distributors which right now again brand new only here in west michigan um, but we got yeah we've got people carrying it from white cloud down to uh, gun lake you know now so that's that's growing we just picked up another distributor this morning so awesome. yeah we're going to more stores and you can buy it from our website direct
2: cool now if anybody is listening to this and and might have like a a processor or may have a butcher shop or a store like a little mama pop or something like that. And wants to reach out to you to, to get your products in there. How would they do that?
3: Yep. I would say just probably a message through the website or through social media is the easiest way. Um, Okay. My, my personal phone number is listed on there. So that's also another goal of mine, obviously, at least as we're starting is to be reachable myself. Mm -hmm. So you can talk to me directly about carrying any products or about any issues you may have.
2: Very cool. Well, Teddy, thank you very much, man. Thank you know for the time taken out to to do this, and I can't wait. I, I this was a great conversation. You kind of opened my eyes a little bit, and I'm glad we had this. And yeah, I just can't thank you enough, man.
3: Hey, I appreciate it. Likewise, can't thank you enough.
2: And there you have it. Thank you, Teddy, for coming on, man. That was awesome. Great conversation, and learned something about you know an awesome brand that is getting back to what this country was built on back to the the grassroots and i really like that so guys check out freedom's finest foods at the on their website uh go check out their social channels go like them follow them these guys are putting out some awesome products i thoroughly enjoy the taste on all these um I've, i've actually had the liberty of being able to use these and and uh i really like them i love their taco seasoning it's really good uh don't forget also I made a post today as this pod goes, podcast goes live on the Fall Podcast Instagram. Go there, check out that post. We're doing a giveaway so you guys can come home with a home processor kit, which includes breakfast sausage blend, Italian sausage blend, and grandeur garlic. So go check those out. Thank you guys very much. Teddy, thank you again. And uh, we'll be right here next time on the Fall Podcast.
0: legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. In wild country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primo's. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.